Live from the Business Radio X studio inside Renaissance Bank, the bank that specializes in understanding you. It's time for North Fulton Business Radio. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of North Fulton Business Radio. I'm John Ray, and we are broadcasting, as usual, from inside Renaissance Bank in beautiful Alpharetta. And if you are looking for a bank that is big enough to handle pretty much any need you can throw at them, but they're small enough to deliver their service in a personal way, I have found that combination at Renaissance Bank. Um, my clients have found that combination at Renaissance Bank. It's not just me. Um, and that's what I continue to hear from people that work with this bank. So um, if you're in a position where you need a better banking experience for your business, go to renaissancebank.com to find out more. Check out there some 200 offices around the Southeast, and uh, I think you'll be glad you did. Renaissance Bank, understanding you, member FDIC. And now I want to welcome Steve Alexanderwitz. Steve is with Medicare and other red tape. Steve, welcome. Good morning. Hey, great to have you here. Great to be here. Great to have you back, actually. So Steve is a return guest, and Steve is also known, a.k.a. the Medicare man, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, there you go. I love that. So um, Steve, let's talk about what you do and how you serve folks out there through Medicare. So I am a insurance broker. I specialize in Medicare health insurance options. I've been doing this for uh, uh, just about uh, 12 years. I started in uh, 2011, uh, back in July 2011. Started with 12 clients. Today I have almost 500 clients today. Wow. And uh, I work with one person at a time. Each and every one of my clients is special. And they have all their own unique needs. And my job is to find out how I can bring solutions to the table in the world of Medicare and uh, Medicare secondary health insurance. Well, and I love the name of your company because it is definitely red tape. Uh, that's a, that's actually putting it in a kind way, right? And I think what you're getting at there with that name is the fact that this is – it's there's a lot of information out there and it's hard to get through, uh, figure out like what you ought to listen to. Right. Yeah. And because people are pounded by all the ads on TV and, you know, all the information that's on the internet that half of which has got to be garbage, I would imagine. Um, the marketers have your name. Once you turn about age 64, when you're approaching that magic age uh, 65 to turn Medicare eligible, uh, the marketers have your uh, address and your mailbox will explode. So you're getting hit from all different directions from marketers, whether it be direct advertising uh, or sometimes unconventional, uh, uh, not uh, quite what we call would be legal uh, unsolicited phone calls, emails. Mm. I've even had clients that had a stranger knock on their door saying, Hey, welcome to Medicare. I heard you're going to be turning 65. Really? So, <laughs> we, I oh hear it all from my clients. Wow. Yeah. Um, that, uh, Oh, I can't wait. I, I see what's coming for me. So, um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, well, Steve, let's, let's, I want to talk more about that in a second, but 
but let's let's kind of talk about the basics of Medicare. So, particularly for I mean, people that are on Medicare understand it, but I'm going to talk about the basics for those that are coming up to that point. When do you have to start worrying about Medicare? What what are the rules? Let's go through the basics. So, for those that are turning 65, that's when eligibility starts for Medicare. Um, some people will be eligible for Medicare before 65 if they're on disability for 24 months uh, plus. And then um, typically one wants to, if we're approaching, say, the age 65 factor, uh, one wants to start somewhere 6 to 12 months ahead of time uh, learning just about how Medicare works, how the options work, and what's going to be uh, yeah, their best option going forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you say eligibility starts at 65, that's that's required at that point, right? So you have, is, am I correct about that? You have to come off whatever health insurance plan you're on to go on to Medicare? Um, or how, talk, talk, talk yes, about so, how that works. So not quite. Uh, okay. If some people will be, for instance, if they're on ACA or individual coverage, uh, once they turn Medicare eligible, they need to take Medicare. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of people working past the age of 65 who have employer uh, health benefits. And as long as they meet the credibility of Medicare's uh, protocol for coverage, they can remain on their employer coverage if it uh, suits their needs. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's uh, options are different. Some people are paying uh, for their health coverage through their employer. Uh, some people are getting it for little or no cost. So what we do is we have a conversation. Mm-hmm. If those people who have coverage, who may, who may want to remain with that coverage, we have the conversation, do I stay or do I go? Mm-hmm. For those that they don't have an option to stay, they have to go, then we we sit down and talk Medicare 101 and talk about the uh, options and zero in on what's going to work for them. Okay, cool. So, um, and, yeah, and that makes sense. I'm, I'm, although I ought to be thinking about, it, I'm not thinking about the, those that work past 65. That makes sense. Yeah. But um, what? So let's talk about how you walk someone through that uh, decision tree, if you will on what they need to do. So there's a lot going on when we're starting with Medicare. First off, they need to either sign up uh, with Medicare. What happens is if somebody is not collecting Social Security yet, most people are, are waiting past 65, they have to initiate the sign up for Medicare, which starts three months before their birthday month. Uh, If one is already collecting Social Security, the government is going to automatically enroll you. So that's the first step Mm. is sign up. Mm -hmm. Then we have to have a conversation and talk about how the government program works because original Medicare A and B with the government, which started in 1966, has developed and grown over the years and so have the secondary options but the basic hospital A and the medical part B comes from the federal government. But 
those that have A and B also need to look at a minimum of a Part D drug plan, which is sold separately by private health insurance. Mm-hmm. They need to look at the possibility of a Medicare secondary supplement or Medigap plan sold by private insurance. And then we see a lot of uh, interest in Part C Medicare Advantage, which is sold by private health insurance and is a completely different way to receive your Medicare benefits through a managed care plan. And buyer beware, these options are not a one-size-fits-all. Everybody's situation is unique. We need to sit down and talk about the basics and then talk about the secondary options. And I need to do a, a real analysis of each and every one of my clients' needs to go forward and figure out uh, the best avenue. What, so what are some of those variables Um I know it's a, this is a complex, there's a complex answer to this question. I get that. And everyone's circumstances are different, but just give an example of what some of those variables are when you're thinking about those additional plans. Well, when people are looking at traditional Medicare products like Medicare uh, supplement, Medigap plan, and mm-hmm. a part D drug plan, those are traditional products. Those have uh, your typical Medicare supplement plans have what they call portability. You can go anywhere to any Medicare provider. Um, They're basically secondary. Medicare's primary. Uh, So anything that's a Medicare approved expense, that supplement plan comes in and just pays uh, your share of the out-of-pockets according to the plan's coverage. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you can use them anywhere in the United States. There's no networks. Um, your Part D is sold separately. That's for prescription drugs. That's a whole different uh, set of circumstances where we have to look at uh, your individual prescription drug needs. Some people are taking one or two medications. Some people I have are taking 10 to 20 medications. And that could be very complex. So there's a lot of research uh, that needs to be done that we f- find the right fit plan. And then this Medicare Advantage Part C is sold uh, as an option. I call it option number two. Going away from traditional supplement and Part D, you can go into a managed care plan, and those will wrap in your hospital, your medical, and your prescription drug coverage all Mm -hmm. in one. Mm -hmm. Sounds like a real nice, neat package, but you have to look at it uh, from the fact that you need to look at the area you live in. These plans vary not only from state to state, but county to county. Mm. Uh, you need to look at, make sure the doctors you wish to see are going to be in the plans network. Mm-hmm. You need to make sure your prescription drugs are going to be covered and affordable. And if you're traveling, uh, you want to make sure that plan's going to be uh, uh, accessible to you if you're out of state or mm. out of the country. Right. So a lot of, uh, we have to, we have to gather a lot of data and a lot of facts to figure out what's a good fit for my client. And what happens is when people are approaching Medicare, they're asking, they're inquiring friends, relatives, their next door neighbor, their people at church, uh, their doctor's offices, and everybody has their own opinion. And a lot of times people have coverage that works great for them, but not it may not be the best option for the next person. Right. Even amongst spouses in the same household. Really? So I'll have, yeah, I'll wow. have people in the same household. One spouse is on one form of coverage. Mm-hmm. The other spouse is on the other. Works both great for each one 
for their their choice of coverage. Yeah. And that's my job to make sure it's going to work and that we have a happy family. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Steve Alexanderwitz is with us, folks. He is a uh, an insurance broker with Medicare and other red tape. So, Steve, I want to shift gears for just a second and talk about um, your passion for this business. I mean, you you obviously have done uh, quite well in building your client base, but I mean, why why Medicare in, uh, insurance versus any of the other things you could be doing? Right? Why why did you develop such a passion for it? So great question, John. Part of the journey because I started about 13 years ago in the life insurance business. Mm. And I really enjoyed what I was doing, but it just wasn't working out to pay the bills. I still had one child in diapers and a lot sitting on my plate. Mm. And I had to kind of uh, just take a quick uh, reevaluation of things. And uh, a relative in the family uh, was already doing uh, Medicare health insurance. They've been in the health in, uh, insurance business for over 30 years and I inquired, and they said, nah, no, nah, you may not want to do this. I said, no, I'm interested. So I went ahead and uh, looked into it deeper. And what I found out was when I, when I started selling Medicare, I found out I really had a passion to help people, especially our seniors, mm-hmm. because I felt they were the most vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And quite frankly, I feel that they're the most preyed upon. And mm. kind of like the Cape Crusader, as my <laughs> my buddy Bill gave me the name Medicare, man, I'm out there at a Cape trying to help these people. And I, I really feel strongly that I want to do my job right. I want to find and make sure I want to find out the facts and I want to make sure my clients are going to have the coverage they need in my little world. I'm trying to do the best I can for the people I serve. Well, th- I love that. And thank you for that. And yes, uh, seniors are preyed upon and, uh, and I would imagine this, this happens as, as folks age and there are shysters out there that sow doubts about the coverages they have and that kind of thing. And that's where you come in, right? You're there to hold their hand. Absolutely. And I tell my clients exactly that I say, Hey, look, I am here to hold your hand anytime you need me because Mm -hmm. you're going to have a question. You don't need to call 800 numbers. You can call, text, or email Steve. I'll get around to answering even after hours on weekends. I've done it for my clients because if something important arises, if an emergency arises, I want to be there for them. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's all about just taking care of the client. Yeah. Yeah. So, let's let's talk a little bit about what I just alluded to, which is after you get that coverage initially, let's say it's at 65 and your life changes over time. And how does, do you need to have a conversation every year or so to talk about your coverages and see if those need to change in some way? I, I try to recommend to my clients to reach out to me or let's just sit down on an annual basis. Some people don't want to be bothered. They won't talk to me for three, four, five years. Mm-hmm. They, uh, I might send them an email and you know, just a hello and yeah, hello back. Thanks. And then I have other clients I'm talking to two, three, four, five times a year. 
Mm. You know, whatever's going to work for my clients, mm -hmm. I want to be there to fulfill those needs. Right. But if it's an annual, just a uh, sit down conversation, even if it's just for two minutes, just make sure what they have is working going forward because yes, life changes and it changes in a nanosecond. I have sat down with the healthiest people who claim to be the healthiest people. Mm -hmm. And six months later, I'm getting a phone call and uh, fire alarms are going off in their life because all of a sudden a health condition arised and their doctor wants to perform a battery of tests and they don't know what to expect. Mm. And you know, their anxiety, their anxiety uh, is up on a 10 scale and I'm there to bring them back to a two or a three mm -hmm. and say, Hey, it's all right. You've right. got coverage. Uh, or if we need to develop a game plan for some changes going into forward, mm -hmm. we're going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So are there enough changes year to year in Medicare itself that people should have a conversation with you annually or, or does it, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to get at how fluid the Medicare program is, right? So the program is changing year to year and sometimes okay. midstream. And what I try to do is put a radar on my clients who I, if I see a change coming up, mm -hmm. I can go out there and, and head it off and just have, reach out and have a conversation with mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. Well, ideally, you know, once a year review, whether it's for uh, two minutes or for an hour, um, depending on, again, each and everybody's situation is different. But yes, you sh everybody should always reevaluate their coverage on an annual basis just to get a, a, a at least a quick check and acknowledgement what they have is good going forward. Mm -hmm. And I have those conversations, it seems like, on a, almost a daily basis. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you, one of the things that I've heard you talk about is that your services are free. Yes. So ex explain that for people. So, you know, we are by, uh, by law – we're not allowed to charge our clients. Although I have actually heard of some brokers uh, charging a fee, uh, that's actually illegal, folks. The federal government says you cannot charge any fees. So how do we get paid is probably a good part one of that question. So any insurance products I sell uh, are typically commissionable, which means I'm going to make a commission. Uh, some products are not, and even at times I will sell a product that doesn't pay a commission if it is in the best interest of my client mm -hmm. because I always feel about paying forward. Uh, but the, also the government regulates how much we can make, mm. and that's to put a, a, a fair uh, level playing field on commissions so that when we're serving uh, our clients, we're not enticed as brokers to put them on a product that may not be the best fit because somebody's looking for that almighty dollar. Right. At the end of the day, I get paid even on a non-commissionable product. I could tell you, John, so many people that I have, I've turned around and said, Hey, look, we're going to get you on this plan. Uh, I may not be contracted with this carrier, uh, but it's in your best interest. Mm -hmm. And they'll have the concern. Well, what about you? And I said, look, don't worry about me. Mm -hmm. Fact is, those people are my best advertisers. <laughs> those are my marketers. Those are my right. my clients are my marketers. They're yeah. the ones word of mouth from the streets. 
coming in and giving my good name to their friends, their family. And that's uh, how I earned my business. Yeah, I can see why. Uh, that makes sense. Um, but let me let me make sure that I that I draw this out just a little bit. So, um, if I go to you know the government website directly and buy my own coverage, which is possible, right? If I want to do that. And I want no help. I want, I want to go in blind. I can do that. Yes. Um, I'm going to pay the same premium that I would pay if you were to help me, right? Exactly. So, great great so, question. Yeah. yeah. So the whole point here is is that the commission is built into the premium, and you can either choose. The choice is not the premium cost. The choice is whether you're going to get help, <laughs> yeah. and whether and because you're paying for it anyway, so you might as well come see Steve Alexanderwitz and get Steve's help as opposed to flying blind. Do I have all that right? Exactly right. Thank you for mentioning that because if you go direct uh, online or call an 800 number, uh, you can sign up for the exact same plan I'm going to offer, mm-hmm. and the cost is going to be identically the same. Mm-hmm. Fact is, is if you go online or if you call the 800 number, uh, you're probably not going to get that person a second time Mm. because everybody, and I mean just about everybody, always has a question or a concern going forward. Mm -hmm. And if you could call the same number and get the same guy to give you the answers, uh, I think people find a lot of value in that. And I always tell my clients, I am the added value uh, person at no additional cost. Mm. And you mean to tell me that like that celebrity, um, former pro athlete or actor that they don't, won't call me back. Is that what you're telling me? I can't believe that Steve. Yeah. Unfortunately (laughs) you're there. They, uh, they make great, uh, they make a great, uh, show there on TV and, uh, all the free benefits you deserve, but Mm -hmm. you're not going to talk to that guy or gal and you're not going to get the same person when you call back on the phone to that 800 number. Well, let's, I'm, I'm of course being highly facetious, but let's address this directly if you, if you don't mind. So why, I mean, these are big companies that are doing this, right? They, they must be to be able to afford the ad budget they have. Um, so, um, why work with Steve? and Medicare and other red tape versus these big companies. So we're the local people. Mm -hmm. And being local, we know how the products and uh, we know how the products work in this area because these Medicare options not only vary from state to state, but from county to county. Uh, We know the hospital systems. Uh, We know a lot of the doctors and the care providers. Uh, We also network within the senior community. So we know a lot of the nuts and bolts and how everything works. Mm -hmm. When you call an 800 number, you're gaining a national brokerage. All they do is pull up a computer screen. They type in your zip code and they say, hey, this is what's hot in your area. They have no idea how that uh, plan is really going to work in the real world for those people. Mm. Do they truly have the access to care? Are they going to really be able to see the providers they want to see? And is the plan going to have portability because people do travel these days? Right. So there's a lot of important facts 
That's what the local guys and gals bring to the table. We have that knowledge that those 800 numbers don't have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Steve Alexanderwitz, a.k.a. Medicare Man. I, I love it. I love that. Um, who gave you that name? Our uh, good friend, Bill Neglia. Okay, Bill. Shout out to Bill Neglia for that. Um, uh, Steve Alexanderwitz, Medicare Man. He's an insurance broker with Medicare and other red tape. So um, you go out and do presentations. Yes. Right? So talk about how and where you do that and maybe folks that might be interested in having you come present. Yeah. So uh, that's a big part of our organization. Mm -hmm. Um, Our uh, agency owner, Bonnie Dobbs, uh, she is very big on going out and teaching the public about Medicare to small and large groups. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we have uh, half a dozen people in the room. I've been in auditoriums with over a hundred folks and they come around to see us. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've, uh, done this on an annual event. Of course, during COVID, that kind of got shut down. We're back in the groove again, and we're back out there on tour, folks. Mm. And um, any uh, anybody who's interested um, that would like to have us speak, I love to come out. We do a, a compliant PowerPoint presentation. Uh, we don't pitch sales. Uh, that's a big no-no in our industry. Mm-hmm. We are about uh, going out and teaching um, the people we serve about how the motor, uh, the Medicare program works, all the different, uh, the new meaning of your ABCs and Ds and so forth of Medicare. And whether you're turning 65 soon or you've been on Medicare for two decades, there's always something to learn. And we love teaching people. Mm, I love that. Um, Steve Alexanderitz has been with us, folks. And Steve, I, um, want to get to the most important question here because I can't imagine there aren't some folks that want to be in touch with you after hearing what you've had to say and your passion for this work. So let's give them directions on how they can be in touch. Yep. So, uh, I, my, uh, phone number, my everything number, which is, uh, area code four zero four six four two five one eight eight. Uh, that is my direct everything, uh, line. You can call me, you can text me, and I'm also available uh, through email, which is uh, simply Steve and A Z Insurance at gmail.com. Steve A Z Insurance at gmail.com. And of course, John, that A Z came from my last name, which uh, 14 letters starts with A and ends with Z. <laughs> Alexandrowitz, I'd never make anybody spell that out. Yeah. Uh- a guy named Ray could never spell that. That's why my last name is Ray. So you're a better man than me, fella. Steve Alexanderwitz, um, insurance broker with Medicare and other red tape. Steve, this has been great. Thank you so much. And thank you for your work. It's an honor to be able to have you here and celebrate that work. Thank you, John. Privileged to be here. Absolutely. And folks, just a quick reminder. If you've got dysfunction in your back office that involves administrative tasks that you're spending way too much time on instead of working with clients, or you've got bookkeeping issues, the the shoebox is overflowing with receipts, and you really need a better system than that, I've got an answer for you, and it involves picking up the phone and calling SES Cabido, 770-442-9246. SE is the chief executive angel 
at Office Angels. And yes, they are angels. I know this. I, I use their services and they are fantastic. And what they do is um, you call Essie, describe what your issue is and what she does is find the best angel that can fly in, get the job done for you and fly out. And they do it on an ongoing or as needed basis. If one project uh, they're happy with or a longer term relationship. Um, so you can go to officeangels.us to learn more, but my suggestion is just call Essie 770-442-9246 and let her know that we sent you. And folks, a big thank you to you, our listener, you have made, uh, have supported this show over the last almost seven years that we've been doing North Fulton business radio. We are now up to show number, uh, I think 645, something like that, that we've done over these past almost seven years. And one of the reasons why we continue to do what we do, um, is because of your support. And one of the ways you've supported is you have shared the show. You share the show um, when you hear somebody that you think um, a friend or a colleague needs to hear about their services. And, you know, if you know someone that's uh, uh, getting close to age 65 and their mailbox is about to explode and they need some help, well, here's a great show to, to share. Um, and, of course, all the other shows that we've had, we've got tremendous business leaders from the North Fulton region. So, Please continue to share the show that's helpful to those individuals and to us, frankly, as we continue to be the voice of business in the North Fulton region. So for my guest, Steve Alexanderwitz, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on North Fulton Business Radio.